0: welcome agents to another episode of prime tips this one's a little bit different you actually get to see me for once it's been a while since that and i'm bringing in a friend all the way from north carolina how we doing today i know that there's this thing called bike dressing uh I was in greensboro and i saw this guy Riding down the path, I think when I first saw you, I thought you were a frog, you know, because there was a frog. That was in the area. There was a frog that was in the area that was tearing up stuff. I'm like, it's got to be a frog. But then we figured out what was going on. It was a good time. But I figured you know all about bike dressing, so instead of me taking guesses, I'd get somebody that, that knows about it. And uh, so that's what we're doing here today. We're going to talk about bike dressing and uh, what it is and why you might want to do it. So. I'll turn it over to you. Uh, first, you might give us a little background about, you know, your in-game name and, and where you play and all that good stuff.
1: Well, you can ignore the X's in the uh, handle there. That was just kind of making the scanner happy. Anyway, agent name is Azure. I play in uh, amo 2 Kilo 09, uh, Greensboro, North Carolina. I have been bike racing basically this entire time. Started back out and I think, let's uh, see, what was it, 2012, 2014? God, it's been... Dang. Six or so years, but uh, yeah, I've I've been in this for quite a bit. Caught in on the uh, the year two mm-hmm. bit, so that's been fun.
0: Well, the nice thing is you're you're in Greensboro, <laughs> so you don't have to go through the snow much. There might be some ice, but not a whole lot of snow.
1: And yet, I wish there were. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, I'm a, I'm a transplant from the north. What can I say? Oh, well. It's it makes me miss home. <laughs> but uh, you yeah, know, I've been uh, I've been cycling around this town, and actually in points around for pretty much the entire time. Uh, Between cities, between cities for field ops, no less, and pretty much anywhere my legs will take me. Last uh, year or so has been a little rough, been dealing with some injuries, uh, mostly bike-related, some not so much, but uh, getting over those, doctor gave me a clean bill of health, so, uh, yeah, getting ready to get back in the saddle and uh, kicking some green tail. (laughs) But, uh, As far as someone's
0: going to get into bike racing, how do you kind of start? I guess you kind of have to be a bike rider to start.
1: It definitely helps, but it's also I would argue that it's a great way to give yourself the incentive to get started. Mm -hmm. I would not recommend jumping in and planning to do anything big. Start off small. Get Start off adjust your general play area. Now if your player is between states I mean I can't really uh, make any great suggestions there but uh, it's what
0: you do in Greensboro you got portals all over the place you know here it's I would say
1: acquaint yourself with local bike trails. Uh, get used to areas where you know you're going to be bike safe. Most places you can theoretically ride safely on main roads, but I don't recommend that as a starting point. You want to get a feel for things, get a feel for your bike, which might sound strange, but you want to know what you can do as much as you want to know what your ride can do. Hmm. You want to make sure you uh, play it safe, of course, Uh, be aware of your surroundings, play by the rules, and... Make sure you have – try to make sure you have a snack on you. Make sure you have hydration on you or barring that. Have a have a good knowledge of where you can go to find water fountains, public restrooms, uh, gas stations, grocery stores, curb markets. Try, try to plan your trips around places where you know you can get refuel, basically.
0: Um, outside of
1: – sorry, go on. Oh,
0: sorry. On a typical bike rest, how long do you go out? I know I've seen you out at midnight. <laughs> it's It is not unusual for me to be out at
1: pretty much any and all hours I have done upwards of twelve hours in a session in the saddle, which I'll be quite frank kicked my tail um but it is it's one of those things where the endorphins make it feel worth it and the self-improvement aspect to it. You you find yourself out there more and more and tired from it less and less. Mm -hmm. And it just it builds on. You You get more comfortable with it over time. You find yourself extending your runs, seeing just how far you can take it. Um as far as what kind of a trip, start off small. Again, you you don't want to unless you are a unless you're a seasoned rider used to being out for extended rides. Don't say, oh, I'm going to go out there an hour and knock out a field anchor, or I'm going to be out there for four hours putting an AP up. It is it is an unrealistic goal for most people. I would say start off small. Say, I'm going to go out for half an hour. Go out for whatever your typical bike ride is. Plan to just get accustomed to the idea of using your scanner while you're pedaling, mm-hmm. being very careful of your surroundings, being very careful of what's going on. Try to, like, I, I live in a town where, I tell people I have to be twice as aware as the people around me because I assume they're not paying attention, which is often true. They don't care. Yeah. They don't look. They don't think. I have to be smarter than they are about what they are doing. Yeah. You see it, headache, You do the quick math. You make adjustments as you go. Mm-hmm. It's a great way to not die.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so what are some of the uh, advantages of bike dressing over, say, car dressing or foot dressing or things like that?
1: Well, the uh, mileage cost is a huge difference there. He's you don't have, about, the market, uh, yeah. don't have to worry
0: about yeah, you don't gas. You
1: don't have to worry about gas. You do have to uh, keep your bike maintained, so there's going to be some expense there. But uh, the fitness aspect is huge. I mean, you can you can sit your butt in a car for four hours, and the only thing you're going to get is a numb butt out of it. That's but me. uh you spend four hours on the saddle, well, you'll probably still wind up with a, numb, a numb butt. have but there'll be something reasons. else to go with it. <laughs>
0: And, and it yeah, sounds like a, you, get, you get a double high out of it because you get kind of that run oh, yeah. high, and then also you get that high whenever you're taking out that portal that blocks the frog or, or makes the field or something else like that. So, oh,
1: yeah. it, it gives. You know. uh, we're all, I think we're all familiar with the, uh, the checkpoint dash, as it were, and, yeah, it gives a new <laughs> meaning to that. I've had times where Google Maps is telling me, you're going to make it in 15 minutes. I'm like, no, I'm going to make it in 10 minutes because in 15 minutes it's past checkpoint. I... <laughs> You taught me fifteen. Challenge accepted, and, and I, I've I've done that.
0: <laughs> and I assume there are a few shortcuts that aren't on the map. Oh, that is
1: that is one of the beautiful parts of bike racing is you. You will find uh, there have been occasions where people have actually asked me, "How the hell did you get from here to there in that much time?" Like,
0: you took main roads. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> the direct route. Yep. Uh what what about the other side? Disadvantages. I mean some are, it's gotta be something.
1: You are definitely going to be more limited in not range, but in how quickly you can cover ground. I
0: mean when you when you talk about
1: you have to go across town, you're never gonna outrun a car. Just there's there's no getting around that. Yeah. You're never gonna outrun a car. Traffic can be interesting and distance. I mean, you can't go the same distance a car can in the same amount of time under normal circumstances. Yes, you can get the shortcuts through town, the quick A to B, the, oh, well, it takes five minutes by car. I can do it two and a half on bike because screw the rules there are parking lots. Yeah. But in terms of just general accessibility, the car is going to beat you every time. Yeah. Where the advantage lies is in being able to go where the cars can't. Yeah. When there's a greenway trail, and you know that Agent Bartode is going to have to find parking, get on the trail, hike it. And by the time he's there, you've already taken the anchor, flipped it back, thrown your fields, and gotten the hell out of dodge. Yeah.
0: He doesn't even know you're
1: there. He thinks you've spoofed for all he knows. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I bet it works really better when you're in a dense cluster of portals. You know, if I'm if I'm in this car, I'm going around the block trying to hit things. And oh yeah, yeah the dense ones you can just knock them out. Oh, absolutely! You can stop on a dime. You can turn
1: around wherever. You can hop on a sidewalk, cut across, cut across the grass. It doesn't matter because, by and large, people aren't going to bother you when you're on a bike. Hell, half the time they pretend you don't exist anyway. So,
0: rocket, rocket, absolutely. <laughs> Speaking of uh, that type of things, equipment and stuff, I'm sure there's got to be some specific things that you probably need. I don't, I don't see how you could hand use your scanner and pedal at the same time. Although, I'm sure those. People have tried. It's been
1: tried, and I did it before I learned what a what a handlebar mount was. And yeah, it was uh, it was awkward at best. It <laughs> damn near caused a couple of accidents initially, and then I uh, realized, oh wait, there's equipment for this. <laughs> I actually believe it or not, I started shopping in terms of like Amazon and Walmart were my friends for a while. Mm-hmm. As much as I hate that, it's you got to go where the, we got to go where the things are. So finding out that a handlebar mount is invaluable. In fact, depending on how much of this you do and what your battery life is on your device, two of them, believe it or not, is actually a really good way to go. Have one on one side. the, way, the side. So you're going to find that you're operating your scanner with one hand steering with the other, essentially. So your dominant hand is probably going to be operating your scanner. So you put a phone mount on one side of your handlebar, close to where, like... So for context here, I use... Uh, I use a road bike so I've got drop bars. I have them adjusted to find a comfortable position where I can stay on and still easily move my hand to my scanner. Yeah. The idea is that you're going to cr- you're basically going to be cradling the uh, the phone in its mount with the, with uh, your fingers and your thumb is going to be doing all the the beep boops. You're going to depending on again depending on how your battery life is on your phone and how much time you're going to be spending out there, a second phone cradle is going to be a great way to go. You put that on the opposite side is what I found to be helpful. Um, and Anchor battery packs do a great job of sitting in that cradle. I actually use two of the same cradle, and over time I wear them out and replace them, because it's all plastic, it all breaks down over time. But you put a second, uh, you put a second battery pack in that phone cradle, and then you just uh, take a length of the USB cable, wrap it around the, the stem, and there you go. That, that keeps you going basically as long as you want to ride. The only caveat to that is, Watch the potholes. Don't hop curves. It will dismount your battery pack, and you will find yourself in an awkward situation where you are trying to fish your battery pack out of traffic at 6 in the afternoon, and people are looking at you like you're out of your friggin' mind, which, I mean, <laughs> we're playing this game. It's not inaccurate. <laughs> That's true.
0: <laughs> now, are there any things like uh, generators? I know with older, older, older bikes, they used to have the light generator that was a friction generator off the side of a tire.
1: Depending on your usage, that may or may not be viable. Honestly, nowadays, uh, battery-powered lighting is, in a lot of cases, a lot more viable. You can They are readily available at most local bike shops. You can even get them online, but um, I can't make any specific recommendations offhand because I've been experimenting with different options. But ones that use like a USB charging port and are rechargeable that way, the idea being that you can top it off in between rides, you can top it off...
0: You stop for a rest break.
1: Okay, let's plug it in, let it charge for 10, 15 minutes, whatever. That gives us another half hour or so of runtime. Yeah. That can make the difference. That can make yeah. all the difference. Because the alternative is you're running a power in the middle of a ride, and next thing you know, you're using the flashlight on your phone to try not to die.
0: Been there, done that. I do not recommend. Well, I I didn't really think about that, but I know that most of the time when I'm in the car, I've got my phone on charge almost all the time. So when I pop out, out, I'm I'm at 100, but that's that's different for you because you're eating that charge up as you go down the road. So what about other stuff? Uh, Maybe something that's weather related. I can't imagine being bike dressing in the rain to get on a phone.
1: I will say this I don't care what IPX rating your device has you want to make sure you have some weatherproof capabilities whether it's a ziploc bag inside of a sling bag, whether your messenger bag itself is just basically indestructible, which is not a bad plan especially for longer rides um, but having some way to secure your devices if you're if you're on a long haul you're in between you're in between stopping points you're in between portals and all hell breaks loose. The skies open up and skywater everywhere. You can't get around it. You can't avoid it. There's nowhere to hide. Yeah. You need a place to put your device. Because I will tell you this. if you Even if you have a device that's IP67, 68 rated, it is damn near impossible to get wet. That charging port is not the same situation. If that charging port gets wet, it will not charge your phone. It will stop it. It will sense it. It will say, nope, this isn't happening. And if you're 15% you've got an hour to get to the next portal, it's going to be dead before you get there. Yeah. I can promise you. So the best thing to do is make sure you have a way to secure your devices from the rain, from the elements.
0: What about uh, uh, jackware? I know that I had phones that they just I plugged and plugged and plugged and plugged. It got to the point that that cable just didn't want to hang in there. And I, I eventually went to wireless charging, which took care of that. Wireless charging has its advantages and its
1: disadvantages. Mm-hmm. Um, the advantage, obviously, is the convenience of not having the physical wear on the plug. The disadvantages, there are a couple of major ones. The charge sensing can get a little wonky from time to time, especially if you do like a rapid attach removal, so to speak.
0: Yeah. You eventually get to the point where it says
1: you don't have a stable charge connection, give it a minute, then come back. Yeah. If you're digressing i can't imagine that working well i haven't really seen a wireless charger option for that that i could honestly recommend
0: yeah i never thought that that said, said, wasn't
1: around a lot there are there is a workaround for that it's kind of a happy medium there are b- magnetic breakaway usb charging cables and what it is, is the business end of it that plugs into your phone is just a little uh it's a little module no bigger than say a usb wireless adapter that will plug into your laptop but the uh the connectors on that magnetically attach to the corresponding connectors on the cable end of your charging cord. Mm -hmm. And that just gives you an easy on-off solution. It magnetically aligns itself. It's almost impossible to get wrong. And if your phone goes flying out of your cradle for some reason or something horrible happens to your cord, it's not the end of the world. You can have a spare with you. You can have more than one uh, plug to it. And it just solves basically everything the downside is they're not always a hundred percent reliable and finding one that can reliably fast charge a device which is fairly critical is the hard part you may find yourself going through a few models before you find something reasonably priced that really gets the job done for you
0: yep what about other stuff i'm sure there's other things that i forgot you mentioned snacks that's also important get the food get the water
1: Yep. i would recommend uh Granola might not sound like a bad idea, but trust me, it runs right through you. You do not want to have that on an endurance run. Um, something high potassium. Uh, bananas are a great idea, or banana chips. Uh, trail mix is a great plan. You want something that's going to replace salts and it's going to supply you with protein because that's basically that's that compensates for sweat, that keeps your energy going. The sugar and raisins is great for you. Um, the sugar and the candy that they put in there is great for you. It's all about keeping you going, keeping your muscles fueled, and replacing salt because you're going to be sweating like crazy. There's no way around that. And you don't... Fun thing that I found over the course of time, and another uh, cyclist friend of mine actually suggested this. Don't do... So so your, your first thought is going to be to grab a bottle of Gatorade, grab a bottle of Powerade. Do it, but don't do it. And what I mean by that is don't do straight... Don't do a straight sports drink. Do a 50-50 mix. If you have to load uh, water bottles with it, do half sports drink, half water. And the reason I say that is, yes, the sports drink is going to replace what you need, what you're losing in sweat, but it gets heavy on you quickly. Whereas if you mix it with water, you're going to be going through a lot of it. You don't want that weighing you down. You don't want that. You don't want to. You don't want to feel like you're in your third trimester while you're riding down the road trying to make checkpoint. It's yeah. no fun. Yeah. Been there, on that I speak from experience. <laughs> Do a 50-50 mix. Mm-hmm. Um, a hydration pack is going to be a good investment because it means you're going to be carrying all of that fluid on your back instead of trying to like find panniers or trying to carry grocery bags on your handlebar or strapping enough water bottles to your bike that it gets you there. Mm-hmm. You can, carry, you can carry a significant amount in a hydration pack. Walmart has them for almost nothing. I think twenty, thirty bucks out the door in your sets. You you can get, you can get, you can get sports drink almost anywhere for next to nothing. Yeah. Hop off at a water fountain and you're golden. Yep. Super easy. The worst part about it is cleaning up afterward. And honestly, if that's the worst you get to deal with, you're doing all right. Uh,
0: what else? Is there something else that uh, is a secret that d- d- don't give anything away? We don't want to break up, sec. I don't-
1: A good pair of shoes, a good pair of sunglasses,
0: good socks. Good socks are
1: always important. Um, you're going to see some people riding in like full cycling kit. They're going to have uh, they're going to have all the the spandex wear. They're going to have uh, they're going to have the full bibs and everything. One thing I cannot emphasize enough is go wear what is comfortable for you. Plan for the weather, but wear what is comfortable for you. If your favorite thing to do is go out cycling in a pair of t shirt uh, and a pair of shorts. You do you. But the, the key here is make sure you are comfortable for whatever ride you're going to be in. It doesn't have to be the full spandex kit. You don't have to worry about, is this going to make me look fat? No one cares. You're moving. You're not stopping. The person, the person in traffic looking next to you, they might be judging, but it's not. God, how does he wear that? It's, I wish I had the balls to wear that. (laughs) And also, I'm sitting here in a car in air conditioning, and this guy's sweating his tail off getting exercise. I wish I I were that guy. I wish I had a little bit of that. The the, the, the biggest thing here is it is the incentive for you to get out and go and get exercise in ways you didn't think you could.
0: Yeah. You mentioned that uh, a a bike friend of yours mentioned something. If I was thinking of getting into bike dressing, is there a place that might be good to start meeting those people that are into biking and ingressing? Other than just your know, your normal ingress chats,
1: I wish I had a good suggestion for that, but yeah. I will, I will be completely uh, candid here as a mostly solo cyclist. I don't really have a great op- answer for that. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing you could try doing, and this is something that's come up in conversation before is, uh, local biking clubs, for instance, uh, group meet, stuff like that. You might be able to, uh, sneak a little recruitment drive there. I don't know. I haven't tried it myself, well, but, if uh, you're
0: going to make sure to recruit blue, not green.
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Blue, so,
0: uh, Yeah, have you biked for uh, an anomaly or an operation or something like that?
1: Yes, I have done both. I have been bike team in varying capacities on anomalies. I have been the guy who gets simply sent where traffic can't readily get to. I have been the guy who just rides to random hard-to-reach places and blows crap up. And I have sat there waiting for instructions. So uh, yeah, yeah. very, uh, very mixed experiences. I mean, every anomaly is going to run differently. Bikes get used in different capacities depending on the scenario. So you kind of get to be used flexibly. And it, the idea is you want to put your strengths and your abilities out there so that your dispatch, your team leads know how to use you effectively. doesn't always work. Sometimes things go to hell in a handbasket, and there's no coming back from that. But yeah. – Everything was a learning experience. You don't yeah. you, you don't lose. You yeah. win or you learn.
0: Yeah, I, I noticed that in Chicago. I mean, you, you, the bike teams—you just didn't see them, and then all of a sudden, shoot, they went. You know, it was—you never saw them until they were in motion, and then they were always oh, they were yeah. going somewhere. So, if you see the bikes, they're doing it wrong. They're doing. Then <laughs> <and> that's. <pretty laughs> right. I always saw them going away from me, not coming towards me. So, uh, got anything else you want to add? Um, as far as
1: Ops go, you had mentioned, um, part of this ties into getting used to yourself, getting used to your ride, and feeling out your abilities. Mm-hmm. Going on Ops is a great way to extend your reach, to get a feel for what you can and can't do, to get a feel for how long it takes you to do things, and to kind of start creating goals. For instance, you might say, all right, I'm going to leave here at noon with the intention of having a field operation completed by 5 p.m. Now, the key to that is pacing. You don't go all out. You don't go crazy from the beginning. You want to save your energy for the big stretch, for the big checkpoint dash. Over the course of time, you want to... I mean, you still want to set goals. You still want to say, I don't want to be sitting here all day farming keys for one portal. You want to plan to have enough time to get everything done, ideally with a buffer so that, you know, oh, well, if it's going to take me... If I know it's going to take me four hours to get all the prep work done and I've got five hours of checkpoint, well, hell, I better get going now because I want to make sure that if... A train crosses my path and I don't have an easy workaround. It's happened, again, speaking from experience. Yeah. If traffic reroutes in downtown you gotta go four blocks out of your way. It doesn't sound like much, but when you've got a lot of traffic to contend with and you can't hop the sidewalk because people pedestrians are walking along, it messes up everything. Yeah. You want to have a buffer in, you want to make sure you you have more you want to have more time than you need. Yeah.
0: And I think because you're gonna be more time than you have. I, every time. I think that's just a way of interesting. I know that I, I go through and I plan an operation or I'm doing a solo or something, and I figure, okay, this is gonna take me an hour. Better plan for an hour 45 minutes. And sure enough, you know, oh, absolutely. I've, got, I've got 10 minutes left when I'm done.
1: And starting out, don't do checkpoint rushes right off the bat. Again, get a feel for your area, get used to what you can work with, explore, find new places, which is again what the game is all about is exploring, finding new places, learning new things find areas that you think hey I might be able to work with this go look for some parks that don't have night access and perhaps, and, and do a do a quick walk through it at, at half an hour to closing time the idea being you can learn to use what you have at your disposal to the best advantage for you for your team for the overall goal you don't want to just be piddling around for no reason and wondering what did I just spend the last 3 hours doing yeah. it's it's a lot of work but there's a huge payoff. There's a huge benefit to it. And you feel great for it. And that I cannot recommend enough. Yep.
0: Well, I thank you. I mean, you brought up a bunch of things that I would have missed. And uh, <laughs> I will definitely hit you in comms when I'm back down to Greensboro. Uh, we'll make it a little Absolutely. More, Happy to have you. A little more blue. Um, so <laughs> that I don't know. With COVID, uh, COVID has COVID affected much?
1: It has in some ways. Well, the thing is that initially it got interesting because they started putting travel restrictions in place. Mm -hmm. Like, you didn't dare go across state lines because you had no idea what your uh, neighbors in Tennessee or Virginia had going on for travel restrictions there. And you were always concerned, oh, was a cop going to pull me and start asking questions? Even within cities, initially they started putting, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, curfews. They started putting curfews in place. You couldn't get out after X time unless you had a really good reason sometimes you had them, sometimes you eh, sort of coming up with excuses, but uh, heck, I started having to go between towns to pick my kid up from her mother's house. And that I would use that as an excuse. Oh, hey, I'm going to hit this field anchor while I'm on my way. Maybe I adjust my route a little bit. I don't go directly there. Do not go. Do not pass go. Definitely kill. No, definitely it's, get, it's, get
0: 2 million AP, as you as know, as that you sort can, of thing. As long as you can convince <laughs> that cop that, you know, point A to point B, I'm going through C, but that's I'll make it. Oh, I heard heard, the radio said there was traffic, so I took a slight (laughs) detour. 40
1: miles the other direction. Hey, I don't ask you how you do your job.
0: (laughs) I got a a little lost. Okay. Well, thank you, Azure. Again, I hope to see you soon. And uh, everybody else, hope to see you in the field soon. Take care. You wanna keep Prime Tips coming your way? Then consider becoming a Prime Tips supporter. For as little as a buck a month, you can support Prime Tips as we give you new ways to enjoy Ingress and your Ingress Prime Scanner. So throw us a buck or two. We can use it for important things like gas, food, frackers, and most importantly, Creating Prime Tips podcast and videos. That's right, I said videos. Every Prime Tip audio podcast has a Prime Tips video to go with it because you know sometimes it's just easier to see something done instead of hearing how something's done. So, become a Prime Tips supporter. Visit bitly support. That's b i t . l y capital P r i m e capital T i b s capital S-U-P-P-O-R-T. And to watch our videos, go to bit.ly slash Video. That's B-I-T dot L-Y slash capital P-R-I-M-E, capital T-I-P-S, capital V-I-D-E-O. Check the show notes for these and other Prime Tips links. Thanks.